Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 528, Looking at the Harvest. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. Despite my best efforts, I was not able to get my hands on an NES Classic Edition over the weekend. But I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I'm talking about carrots, watermelons, lettuce, strawberries, and other garden treats. Well, happy Monday to you. I hope that you had a great weekend. Maybe you got some time to relax, read a book, sit by the fire. I don't know, work out in the yard. What is it that you like to do? Whatever it is, I hope that you got a chance to do that and had a good weekend. And I hope you're ready for a good week ahead. Well, as I mentioned in the intro, I tried to get my hands on one of those. I don't know if you've seen them. They're something that Nintendo is putting out. It's uh, like the classic Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, that we played when we were kids in the 80s. And they've re-released it in this little miniaturized version that has like 30 of their top games built into the system. Hooks right up to your TV via an HDMI cable. And, you know, it's just all chock full of nostalgia. And I tried. I tried Target and GameStop and Walmart. Uh, I tried. I got online at uh, 4 o'clock my time when Amazon released all theirs. And I had it in my cart, and then it, nothing was there. And then I added to cart again, and then nothing was there. That must have happened six or eight times. And I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh, well. That was, uh, it was fun trying to get one. And maybe we'll get one you know, when they get them back in stock. Who knows? But I'll tell you what. Today, I thought I would do some Nintendo fun facts just to make us all nostalgic, maybe. Here we go. Now, let's see. If you're a true Nintendo fan, maybe you know all these. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Nintendo was originally founded as a card company, like a trading card company, in 1889. They made their first video game in 1978. Number two, Mario has a 27-foot leap. Now, that's pretty cool. I don't know which game that refers to because, you know, he jumps to different ways in different games, and then, of course, he gets the power-ups where he can kind of float and stuff. So, I don't know. I'm assuming that's based on the Mario, the first Mario, Super Mario Brothers. I don't know. Tetris was the first video game played in space, and it was played on a Nintendo Game Boy. And, man, I put some hours into Tetris on the original Nintendo Game Boy. Number four. The company almost released a Nintendo Entertainment System knitting machine. I've seen pictures of this, and yeah, I don't don't know how that would have really worked, but they didn't do it, so who knows. Maybe it probably would have been a Japan-only thing. And the last one, Nintendo means leave luck to heaven. Pretty good. Well, there you go. There's your Nintendo fun facts of the day, and whether you like Nintendo or not... I would still love for you to be a contributor for the Friday Forum. And you can do that by calling 304-837-2278 or going over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. And we invite you to call in or to write in or to send audio in of your stories and the lessons that you've learned through the various things that have happened 
in your life. Today we're talking about seasons in a way, the various seasons of your life. Maybe what you're going through right now or in the past. Would just love to hear what you've learned through your life experiences. And in doing so, benefit me and every other listener of this podcast. And again, 304-837-2278 or goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. Here's what I learned yesterday. For the last couple of years, my daughter has expressed an interest in planting a vegetable garden. We talked about doing something small like an herb garden, and we talked about digging up a part of the backyard and planting some real veggies. However, nothing really came of it. Well, this last spring, I decided that I would talk with her about it again and see if she was still interested in planting a garden. And she was. So we decided on an option that would allow us to grow some real veggies, but wouldn't require digging up the backyard. We opted for a raised garden. I'm pretty handy with stuff, and a raised garden is a simple box, so my original plan was to buy the lumber and make the boxes myself. However, after pricing the cost of the wood and estimating the time it would take for me to build them, I opted for a kit instead. I found a kit that made two four-foot by four-foot long gardens and ordered it online. Assembling the beds was quick and easy, and I lined the bottom of the beds with cardboard and landscape fabric in order to keep out the weeds and unwanted grass. And soon, Addie and I were off to the local garden center to load up on soil and seeds. Addie and I talked about what veggies we each wanted to grow. We factored in things like the recipes that Carrie likes to make, the size of our garden, and the climate. We loaded up the car with as much soil as we could fit, we drove home, and began the planting process. As we put the seeds into the ground, we read the packaging to see how far apart they should be planted. As it turned out, we did not have nearly enough room to plant what we wanted. So we picked out the seeds that we most wanted to plant, and we made some compromise on how far apart each seed was placed. And we did this so that we could get as much of the seeds planted as possible within the space that we had. In one of the gardens, we planted bell peppers, carrots, lettuce, tomatoes, and onions. In the other garden, we planted watermelon and strawberries. We gave them a good water, and the wait began. We worked out an agreement that I would water the garden in the morning, and Addie would water in the evening. And our system worked pretty well. Each day, the dirt got watered, and each day, there were no signs of growth. Day after day, week after week, water, dirt, nothing else. (laughs) And then it happened. One morning I went out to water and spotted a tiny green stem peeking out from the soil. It was exciting. I couldn't wait for Addie to come home and see it. She loved it too and was just as excited as I was. I could already taste those veggies on my plate. We continued to water each day, except for the days when it rained, of course. But the veggies were slow with their growth. It had now been a couple of months since we planted them, and they were barely peeking up out of the dirt. I re-examined the packages, and I learned that I still had a couple of more months, at least, before they would be ready. I also learned that we should have planted about a month earlier than we did. Well, our excitement over the garden eventually wore off. There were days when I didn't water and thought that Addie would take care of it. And there were days when Addie didn't water and she thought that I would take care of it. 
But still, he did water the garden nearly every day, and Carrie joined in to help make sure that the task was done. But the weed barriers I had installed were not working as well as I had hoped. Grass was making its way into the beds, most likely due to the wind or to bugs. The grass was easily removed if we got to it right away, but if we skipped a few days and allowed the roots to make their way down, the grass quickly spread. One day, Addie planted a sunflower seed in the garden, and it grew fast. It was planted in the corner of the bed with the watermelon. Now by this time, the watermelon was also growing quickly. It had several buds on the vines and even had a few golf ball-sized melons beginning to form. The sunflower continued to grow at breakneck speed. It was soon three feet tall, and then four feet tall, and then five feet tall. It finally topped out at nearly seven feet tall. But there were problems. The taller the sunflower got, the watermelon suffered. They were competing for the same resources, and the sunflower was winning. The watermelon began to wither, and the small melons stopped growing. The other garden had problems, too. The lettuce was a weird variety. I had no idea how to use it. I looked at other varieties on YouTube, but they didn't help. Because we tried to cram as much into the beds as possible, we suddenly had a tomato problem. We had three tomato plants, but they were crowded. They soon got too top-heavy and began to topple over. They got entangled with each other and became a mess. The onions and strawberries were planted wrong and therefore never sprouted. And the peppers? Well, they started growing, but never really took root, and nothing ever came of them either. Here's what I learned. Here we are at harvest season. Well, to be honest, I still don't know when all of these various veggies are supposed to be harvested. What I do know is that within the last two weeks, we finally pulled off a watermelon the size of a cantaloupe and three tomatoes the size of golf balls. Oh, and a massive carrot. I mean, it's a weird, lumpy, massive carrot. (laughs) We still have a few more tomatoes that are growing, but I doubt they're going to ripen before the first frost comes in. We went into this project with expectations that were way off. I thought we would have veggies in about two months. It turned out that it took over six months. As our expectations were shattered, our enthusiasm went with it. Mentally, I was prepared to water and pull weeds every day for a couple of months. And then I expected to see a reward for my work that would motivate me to keep going. And when there were no fruits or veggies for my labor, I started getting frustrated. I stopped watering and weeding each day. But this became a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy, right? The veggies will grow healthy if I water and weed. But because they are not growing as I expected, I stopped caring for them, thus inhibiting their growth. The sunflower turned out to be a big deal. It nearly destroyed the watermelon. And even though Addie loved the flower, we had to cut it down. It was robbing the watermelon of all the nutrients, and there was not enough space for both of them. As I think back on this season of veggies, I see a lot of lessons that I can apply to my own life. First, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Most of the things we do in life are not things that bring quick results. 
There comes a point where we have to make a decision to press on even though we don't yet see results, or give in and let things go. We also try to cram too much into the space we have. Addie and I wanted it all. We didn't want to give up anything. But as those things eventually took root and began to grow, we suddenly had the problem of not being able to contain it. It got out of hand and eventually it toppled. Lastly, we only have so many nutrients. Sometimes we try to allow something to grow in our lives even though it is starving the life out of another area. It may look pretty, but underneath the soil a war is waging. When we cut that sunflower off at the root, the fruit of the watermelon came back. Eventually we got to enjoy the sweet benefit of that decision. Had we not done that, the sunflower would have dropped its seeds and then choked out both gardens. So, now we know. We'll harvest what we can and enjoy the veggies of our labor. Next spring we'll start it all over again, except next time we'll be equipped with a season of learning under our belt. And that's the beauty of life. Seasons come and seasons go. Along the way they teach us things that will help us when the next season comes. And that's the beauty of life. We get to grow where we're planted, learn more each day, and enjoy the fruits of our labor along the way. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd be grateful if you'd share this podcast with a friend.